everybody, and welcome to the 55th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is sponsored by Meeples and Milkshakes. Visit them in store at 130 Westminster Avenue, West Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Yes, so episode 55. This episode it's is a nice going... round number. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Last double digits. Our last episode, episode 54, was our top 10 games of 2022. Yes. And on those lists, we had some of our games that were our most anticipated games of 2022. So it um, actually matched up quite yeah. well. So this episode is going to be exactly that, but for 2023. Absolutely. Our top 10 most anticipated games of the year coming. And it's funny because looking at them right now, like I can't imagine any of these, or like most of these anyways, not being on my top 10 I know, list but it's always it, some, it's funny though some of them won't come out that's true that is some of true. them just will be beat out by surprise games yes but i would wager you know like i think on our list from last time there was roughly more than half of our i didn't even look at it i'm gonna have to games. look at my games from my anticipated from last year and yeah. then see what they i was were. thinking of my own and i was like i think the majority of those actually ended up in my top 10 so it was uh pretty close but there was some surprises for sure yeah um, and this year won't be any different, but um, yeah, that's what we're going to do. And we're, we're going to go... jump right into it, right? Yeah. We're yeah. not going to do anything else for this episode because these top tens tend to take us a while because we tend to talk you yeah. know, extensively about <laughs> some of this stuff. So we want to keep it under an hour. So that's what we're going to do. Do you want to go first? Do you no, want you to go, go first? first. I think I went first last time, didn't I? I think you did. Yeah. So, so you take I'll it go away. first this time. And this Take time... it away, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, on my list, on my short list, I had about 20 games mm-hmm. that I was super interested in. A whole bunch that we'd kickstarted. Oh, yeah. and, and There's a lot this found. year. There, I guess that's why maybe, sorry, I'm going to interrupt. Maybe that's why these won't end up being the actual top 10 because there are a lot of games yeah. that are off the list just because you can only, we can only pick 10. Yeah. And I, I narrowed it down to 11 and I couldn't bring myself to kick one of the games. Fair out, enough. So, I cheat all the time yes, like I'm this. Gonna, <laughs> pull a, a, a play out of your book yeah do it and i'm gonna do 11 you can't because... go wrong with more games that's the way i look at it <laughs> no it's cheating and in it's, the best i just way couldn't possible. i i felt horrible every time i was like well what about that no what about that no i yep. just couldn't take it off i couldn't take it off yeah. so this is what we're gonna do so what is gonna be my number 11 okay okay number 11 is going to be oh, see i still didn't even have it perfectly sorted but this is what we're gonna do <laughs> This is, this is one of the ones that I had to fight to keep into my list. So this one is a game that we saw um, not even being demoed, but being kind of advertised mm-hmm. at Shucks this year. Oh, in, um, okay. Uh, September or whatever that was. Okay. Um, and this one is from Off the Page Games and from uh, designer oh, Jay Cormier. Yes. This is the latest one there. Uh, Harrow County, the game of gothic conflict. That looks so good. Yes. And it's based off, so, so similarly to Mind other management. games like Mind Management, yeah. it's based off like graphic novel type stuff. That's what I guess this is as well. And I don't know anything about Harrow County except for what it's it's written in the in the little blurb. And basically, I think there was, what is it? Yeah, a, a witch named Hester was hung, burned and buried under a tree. Sometime yeah. later, the family of Hester come to Harrow County to destroy it. But standing in their way is an 18-year-old Emmy who mysteriously has powers of her own. 
and this game is asymmetrical oh. and, so, and some people are trying to um uh, be part of the family and destroy the town mm -hmm. and then other people are trying to protect it and uh, i'm not really sure what's going on and super cool that tree that you speak of yep. is on the cover of the box and is a dice tower for cubes exactly so like a cube tower so cool what a neat way to incorporate the box into yes, the game very cool so right neat. on the cover there is yeah it's got the hollow of the yeah. tree uh sticking or like a hollow and you put the dice in the top and some dice may well, come out well that's the thing not. you've got cubes that you have to put in but they might not all come out yeah, so they might come dice, out I suppose it was yeah cubes. and then they might come out the next round or like yeah, three rounds they later kind of get hung up oh, in the top and you're so not sure neat. you might put five in and only three come out yeah and yeah it looks really cool i don't know how yeah. that's all gonna work no but the game looks really really good we chatted with jay cormier there uh and yeah super stoked uh about this one and i couldn't keep it off my list um i wanted to put it higher but um, there's just so many. Oh, so many. Well, well, since you cheated. I'll go again. Okay. Just to keep it in order. I was so going to say can I go... can cheat a little bit. Oh, you and can. And then we can start with this won't be. So, okay, we'll do that. And then you'll go to your 10 and I'll go to my 10. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. So what I, I couldn't. So the reason this didn't go on my top 10 mm -hmm. is because we just got it. Oh. And so I'm anticipating it, but I haven't. <laughs> So okay. if we hadn't have gotten it yet, like it literally, I think like within the last week and a half or two, it came in and that's um, power plants. Oh, okay. And yep. I it did just show up. Yes. Right. And that was a Kickstarter that we had. And it's one, it's not a very heavy looking game and it no. just looks like so much fun. You're playing as competing wizards who are building up their garden. Yeah. Like magical garden. They're magical gardens. So you're creating all your like herbs and stuff for your potions, but mm -hmm. you know, there's only one plot of ground that makes the best um like is the most fertile for the the best ingredients so yep. you're e you're each sending in like your sprites in there trying to steal some of the other people's yeah, like ground really and it just looks really cute and i didn't put it on my top 10 because we did just receive it even though it is it says 2022 but we just got yeah, it we, so we it's a 2023 it for us yeah. so that's why um i've got it on my i guess 11 but it's sure it would have been on there Awesome. But we already got it. So it does that's fun. my cheat. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Then I'll go into my uh, number 10 here. So this one is a game that is the uh, kind of a spiritual successor to a game we already have. Mm. And this one I've heard is just better than the other one. And similar with maybe so, some new mechanics. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, and this one comes from Awakened Realms, Ooh. and that's the Lords of Ragnarok. <laughs> yes. Because we have Lords of Hellas, and that game is really good. Yeah. And I never really had any issues with Lords of Hellas, no. but some people out there had like little things they nitpicked with it. And I don't re even remember what they were. It's been yeah. a while since I played. But apparently uh, the designers took that feedback, and they changed up how th those small things that were annoying people from Lords of Hellas, they changed that for this game. And they've made, I guess, this game smoother and quicker. That's kind of cool. Instead of going in and tweaking Lords of Hellas and changing that and, like, re-releasing a second edition, they made, mm. um, yeah, Lords of Ragnarok yeah. and doing a... That's cool. I guess it's going to have a lot of similarities, but then yeah. there's quite a few differences as well. But I love Lords of Hellas, so... Um, oh, yes. And this one just looks really good. So if it's even better than Lords of Hellas, then I'm I'm really excited Absolutely. for it. It looks really good. Dudes on a map, area control, multiple ways to win. Oh, yeah. Uh, gigantic 
monuments you're building on like the table presence is out of control fighting monsters these games yeah you're fighting monsters because that was that was like the first game where we painted the monsters right yeah the that was monsters. one of the first if not the first kickstarter I, we ever backed yeah of a major uh and i'm super major kickstarter. super proud of what they look like they look so good yeah there was did. our first painting and they did turn out really yeah. well um yeah, so that would be my number 10, Lords of Ragnarok. I, I believe it's supposed to come out this year, so right. um, looking forward to it. <laughs> You're going to laugh at this one, but uh, my number 10, I pre-ordered, and it's coming out this year, hopefully, but it I loved the box art on this one. Hmm. And and then the theme was just very interesting and unique to me. I haven't seen a theme like this. I was like, huh, that's pretty cool that they made a game like that. And I'm not even sure how to pronounce it. So it's either Blazon or Blazon. I'm not sure. I think it's whatever it is. Right. I remember you pointing this out. Yeah. Here. But this one, um, designed by David Conklin, art by Ian O'Toole. Mm-hmm. So oh, shocking no, that yes. the, the cover stood out to me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With the art by For Ian sure. O'Toole. Um, and published by 25th Century Games. And this is all about heraldry. So like building not like using your coat of arms and and building it and how like heralds would um they refer to the design display study and um sorry um study of armorial bearings so like you're looking at their shield and like you can you can say who they are because you know what their shield is and so you're trying to build up a shield and you're wanting to be the best herald and I, i'm just like it looks neat yeah and so that just always grabbed me every time I went by it on the pre-order page. I just kept stopping at it, and I was like, "Oh, that looks neat." Mm-hmm. So yeah, I remember. Yeah, that you did back or you did pre-order it for sure. It just hasn't come in yet through so, Meeples.ca. I did, yeah. Yes, so that's um, Blazon. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that one, um, but yeah, I do remember you. You actually um, pointed that out like not long ago. Was it this like a few weeks ago, right? Just that it hadn't come in yet. Like, I pre-ordered that ages ago. Oh, it was ages like, ago. Like, that was a long, long time oh, ago. Okay. And I was like, man, it's not come in yet. <laughs> like, just waiting for it. Okay. But yeah, that was a long time ago. Well, okay then. Yeah. So, okay. Then on to my number nine. This one uh, came across my radar only recently. And it has just, like, really excited me because of all the parties involved in this one. Um, so this one is called the dark quarter. Oh, have you heard of this one? I don't think I've I don't even think heard you of have this either, one. Cause I, I haven't really talked about it, but I've been looking into it. Okay. Um, this sounds like one, your kind of game. It's what? <laughs> sounds like your kind of game. It is. <laughs> it really is. So this one comes from, it, it's a joint venture between Lucky Duck games and Van Ryder games. And the game is designed by Evan Derrick. So Evan Derrick designed, um, uh, the Final Girl oh, series. Okay. Super and cool. And also yeah. the uh, Detective City of Angels. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, and those are like hugely acclaimed yeah. games. We haven't played either of them. Final no, Girl we'll, apparently is, a, is spectacular. But that's a solo one, right? Final Girl? Yes, it is. So that's. Mind you, we could play it together. We could, for sure. Which but... I think we might want to because I've heard really good things about that. Me too. And that's. That was like, oh, this game is just getting so much hype and yeah. people are loving it so much. There's so much content for it now. 
It's crazy. Yeah. Which I think is great because mm. it's nice that that game, like for Obviously a solo game, well, right? right? And it's good for people yeah. who play solo games to have something that's just amazing. Mm-hmm. And he also did, uh, yeah, Detective City of Angels, which yes. I've heard nothing but great Me things too. about. Um, but this one is, uh, the theme is super cool. Let me read this to you. It says, okay, uh, welcome to New Orleans, Louisiana, circa 1980, a vibrant city of music, food, and magic. Neon lights flicker in dirty puddles up and down Bourbon Street. The innovations of the modern world clash with ancient and terrible traditions, and murder is never simple. The Beaumont Agency, staffed with a roster of brilliant, colorful, and ultimately flawed private investigators, specialize in solving cases that no one else can crack. In the Dark Quarter, a cooperative, app-driven adventure game set in the dark, fantastical vision of 1980s New Orleans. Players take... Each or players each take control of a Beaumont agent and work alongside one another to solve the worst crimes that New Orleans has to offer. Oh, that sounds awesome! And it sounds really good. So Lucky Duck, being the driving force behind um, Chronicles of Crime, did they do that one? Yeah, there's Chronicles. There's um, what's that one there with the app-driven uh, Destinies? Okay. Uh, yeah, the Chronicles of Crime. He just so you know, he's like, "What's that one there?" And he's pointing, and he's pointing at a gigantic shelf of games. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know yeah. what he was pointing at. So could have been one of like fifteen in that general direction. Yes. <laughs> so it just seems like this uh, combination of Van Ryder games with and this designer with like the detective style stuff combined with like the story driven app driven narrative stuff that lucky duck likes to to uh, produce i think this one's gonna be really good did lucky duck do chronicles of crime yeah was i right I with so. that i didn't know i think we have one down there yeah yeah lucky no i see it it's lucky okay. duck yeah for sure it's oh, lucky duck i nailed that and, i'm proud of myself yeah. good job Anna Marie. and yeah and obviously <laughs> destinies as well um so yeah really excited about this one it just came across my radar in the last month cool and yeah it's supposed to come out this uh this year so we'll see that's the dark quarter all right my number uh, nine nine (laughs) all right so my number nine kind of funny that you were just talking about final girl and and games like that because Mm. my number nine is a solo game really yeah which i never play um but just the game itself sounds so interesting um because i think that the um just the point of view like the way that this game was created it's not one that that comes a lot, around a lot mm-hmm. so it's um it's halls of hegra yes so yes 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 you command a group of norwegian volunteers fighting numerically superior german forces mm-hmm. you never hear about um norwegian volunteers fighting like that's that's what i like about it is that it sounds so it's so unique. Mm-hmm. And so this is designed by Peter Shank Olsen, um, art by, I'm going to say, Jog Brogzen and Yori Lefebvre, published by Tompet Games. Or Tompe, it does look Tompe very Games. good. But, we definitely pre-ordered that. And it is a solo game yeah. that we'll be able to play together. It's a solo game and you're in like an abandoned mountain fortress and mm-hmm. you're just, yeah, that's it just sounds so cool. And... Yeah, it, it like I'm it's funny cuz I don't play a ton of war games either, but I love like mm-hmm. I just I find it so fascinating that it wasn't from Canadian or US American, or German British, or yeah. you know, whatever. like it 
the point of view was mm-hmm. Norwegian volunteers, and I thought that was very cool. Very cool. Um, and it just the box art again looks very nice. Uh, just simple, but yeah, yeah. halls of Hagra looks great. Yeah, very cool. Oh, that's we the didn't, first um, solo game I think I've ever had on on the list. I think that's the first <laughs> full blown solo game we've ever bought. Probably, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that's going to be great. I agree. Um. We didn't guess on crossovers now that we're done. Oh, uh, our first two. Our first couple picks. Is that a hint? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have to wait and see. But um, Okay, let's see. What are we going to have? Let me see. One, two. I'll go with five. Let me grab my paper here. I think think four, but last time I said four, I was wrong. It was five. So one, two, three. Yeah, I would. Ag- oh. Yeah, I would agree. Five, four, five. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but okay, so we'll go with that. And um, it's cool that you mentioned that game because that's a perfect segue into my next one for my um, number eight, which is going to be a game that we backed on GameFound, I believe. And this one comes from Liberation Game Design. Um. And it's called Dutch Resistance yes. Orange Shall Overcome. And this one is all about the Dutch resistance during World War II. So all the people uh, that band together secretly and defied the Nazi occupation. Another and, super cool point of view. Right? Yeah. It's cool that, that uh, these two games are like have a similar kind of yeah. feel to it. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know exactly how this game works, but I just loved the theme and the I think guy, it's going to be fantastic. The guy who designed it, he, if Marcel, I remember correctly... Marcel Kohler. Yeah, he designed this game specifically um, from letters, I believe, that his grandma, yeah, who was right. part of it, mm-hmm. part of the resistance that she wrote, along those lines. and he wanted to keep her memories alive. Yeah, because in fact, um, the characters in this game, the characters that you play as, are actual names actual of the people. real people yes. that were part of the Dutch resistance. And it's all based on, on that. Mm-hmm. And so very, like, absolutely. I think that game looked amazing, and I'm it very excited very for good. that one. And it's a co-op. Great pick. Um, obviously, you're working together. Uh, not One of you is not playing the Nazis yeah. trying to <laughs> do horrible things, <laughs> no. so that's good. Um, so, yeah, I think this looked really good. Um, this was an instant back for us back then. So Yeah. That's supposed to come out this year as well. So Dutch Resistance, Orange Shall Overcome. Good pick. My number eight. All right. My number eight is, excuse me, Patriot. Oh, right, Patriot. This game, uh, designed by Anthony Kirkham, art by Jeff Brown II and Ali Phelps, and uh, self-published, so by Anthony Kirkham. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this one was a Kickstarter, I believe. These, this is the group that we interviewed, right? We interviewed those uh, those two guys with um, Jason and Ryan on Access of Value. I don't think it was Patriot, was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Was it not? Okay, I don't, I don't think way. so. I don't think so. That was a different one. Um, I just can't remember the name. But this one is super... I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. I get things mixed up a lot. Um, but it doesn't matter. It's fine. This one's super cool. It's uh, designed. I already said that. This one is um, about. It's a, a a made up place. It's not the like on Earth. Um, but the president gets five letters, 
and they're they're like um assassination letters i believe mm-hmm. and so he's getting his advisors together and trying to you know help the help him figure out who um who's trying to assassinate him because it's going to depend on you know like if if he gets killed or they're on the brink of civil war so it's just kind of like who do you trust and so one of the players i believe is a um, is the assassin. So mm-hmm. what do you call that? The um, secret trader or hidden trader? Hidden trader. Hidden trader. Yeah. Um, and just looked really cool. Very, you have you have five days. Uh, they say five letters, five threats, five days to die. <laughs> so yeah. um, Carmonia, that's the name of the place. And it's just... Did you um, the designers there? What's their names? I said them, yeah. It's... Uh, the designer is Anthony Kirkham, and the arts by Jeff Brown and Ali Phelps. I think I, I can. I think that's that. Think that's him. I think his name was Tony. He went by Tony. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. I maybe. I swear that we interviewed these guys. Yeah, we may. With uh, well, maybe on Dyson Dragons Excessor Value. You know what's funny? Now that you say that, maybe I'm just looking at the the box and not remembering what the board looked like, mm. and so maybe what I'm thinking is what you're thinking. So. Very well could positive. be. I, yeah, I'm not sure. We'll but. update you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's my um, my number eight Patriot. I think it looks super fun and going to be another one of those kind of stressful, please yeah. don't let me be the traitor in this game because I hate playing the traitor. <laughs> looks great. <laughs> don't, I hate that you're the traitor. Like, you can never ask for the rule book <laughs> because yeah, <right? laughs> then it always gives it away. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, so funny. But anyways, Patriot. Yep, good one. I was looking at that one. Um, okay, my number seven. So this one was particularly interesting to me because it comes from the publisher of one of my favorite games mm-hmm. of all time. Um, what publisher is that? That's Lauta Palette. Ooh, and this game yes. is Agamonia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. And this one, um, I don't know a ton about. It's a big... Um, I don't know. It's it's. Is that one? Is that is that one of like the open world? Yeah, it's it's sort of it's a dungeon crawly, um, but not in dungeons. It's like, right? I don't think. No, it's it not is. in dungeons. Yeah, it's, it's out in like the world. Out in the open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's a co op game where it, it's 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 kind of gloomhaveny, mm-hmm. um, and that where the uh, the book is the board and you're flipping the pages right. to to move through the board. Um, and I, I don't really know everything about it. It's just, it's like very fantastical. Um, yeah, it looks wildly cool. Uh, the, the production looks amazing. Um, and yeah, it looks, it's along those lines. So it's the categories are adventure fantasy. It's got minis. Uh, it's a cooperative game. Um, and it's just a big narrative, long Gloomhaven yes. style game. Yeah. Uh, but coming from Laut to Palette, the, the, uh, publishers of, uh, Eclipse, yeah, um, and I had to back. This. Yeah, yes. I'm super excited too because I love Eclipse as well. But it's kind of neat, like because I like the fact that it's the dungeon crawl, but out in the open. Yeah, it's and so the, it's not going to be dark. Like it's very side. bright and. Um, yeah, it's got lots and, of. It almost like some of the stuff I saw. Some of the artwork was very like Pandora, mm-hmm. um, where it's like lots of bright neon kind of colored plants and and like kind of, yeah, just yeah. like jungly and stuff. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, we, I haven't looked at it in quite a while, but it, it, uh, looked amazing back then. We instantly backed this yeah. one. So no good pick. Yeah. That's, that's my, what was that? Number seven. Yes. 
Agamonia. All right. My number seven uh, is designed by Aaron Midhall, Elon Midhall, and Asar Pedersen. Art by Aaron Midhall and published by Studio Midhall. I wonder if they kind of self-publish that. <laughs> Big family family operation here. Um, and that is Beast. Oh, yes. So hunters cooperate to track and take down ancient beasts threatening their settlements. And what I think is super cool about this game is um, it's like people have found this. They're kind of out in the far reaches of, uh, you know, Earth, and they've found this area that they feel they think is undiscovered. Yes. And so they're like, oh, cool. We found this like a naked, untouched, you know, untapped place and we can build our settlements here and just kind of live uh, as nature intended kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then they find out that it's not alone. Like they, they're not the first things no. there. So they're actually these beasts that are kind of one with nature mm-hmm. there and they're in different parts of nature that start fighting back over being taken over. Mm-hmm. So like you've got one, uh, you can play as the beasts who are, you're trying to stop the people from, you know, cre- encroaching on your home. Mm-hmm. Or you can play as the people who are trying to, you know, defend and trying to creep out and gain kind of area and stuff. Yeah, it looks really good. And so, yeah, you're hunting the beasts and things like that. Or you're trying to, say, back off <laughs> and, yeah. and kill the humans. And so it's, yeah, it looked super cool. It does look I was very, very excited for, yeah, for this one to come out. That looks really, really good. I love that you can play either side of that. Yeah. Um, and it thematically both ways seem kind of fun and it looked really good too the yeah, art it, looked it really had, um, nice the acrylic standees i believe i think so it, they were really really nice yeah yeah but yeah that's beast yeah, that's beast my number seven great. good one thank you okay so we're just about at the top five so here's my number mm-hmm. six and this is another one that's just come across my radar over the last month or so um that i've been reading about and it looks so good so um i really don't know what's going on here <laughs> the artwork alone made me want to buy this i love that i love when artwork Where is I was just, just like so what spot is on. that yeah and it it looks unbelievable and this comes from a publisher called tactical games mm. and a designer totsuka cho i'm not really sure how you pronounce it um, and this game, I guess this designer's done like a few small kind of things and like vastly different type of games from this prior to this mm-hmm. and only like a couple. And this game just looks ridiculous. And it's called Atlas Lost Rise of the New Sovereigns. Oh. And the production value of this game just looks wild. And the artwork looks insane. Um, so I'll read you a little thing here. I don't think I've heard of this one either. No, it looks... I, I haven't mentioned it because I okay. want to mention it on surprise. the Surprise. You want to just surprise yeah. me on this one? <laughs> uh, this game is set in Atlas Lost, a world ruled or ruined by AI warfare. Players try to unearth lost technologies and happen. take control of a new world. Where will you go? What will you focus on? And what kind of world will you aim for? Atlas Lost Rise of the New Sovereigns is a tech tree resource management civilization game that can be played for two to four players. Uh, in the game setup, you may play a combination of three of the five available texts. So this is going to have like, um, every game is going to be different because mm-hmm. you're just going to play kind of random variables in this game. Uh, you must use cards, collect resources, empty or uh, employ unearthed tech, 
to build up your own troops and gather fame faster than the other players around you. Whoever first scores 30 points wins. And you have to look at like the production of this. Um, <laughs> th- like that's the artwork there for the top or for the, oh, the wow. Bags. It reminded me a lot of like age of Atlantis. Yeah. Like the artwork. Yeah. And just the production value looks ridiculous as well. Again, well, that sounds very cool. Kind of similar to age of Atlantis in like production. Um, Oh, nice. Yeah, and I guess you're you're taking on these AI robots that have kind of taken over the world and stuff. I don't know, but it looks awesome. So this one, and this was a Kickstarter, I guess, back in October. Oh, that we, that we missed totally out missed. on. Um, because Dang. I've been talking with uh, Maples to see if they're getting copies of this, so I'm waiting to hear yeah. back on that. Well, that'd I'm be nice. So because yeah. it looks so so good. Uh, but yeah, that would be my number six. Um, cool. Good pick. Atlant- uh, Atlas Lost Rise of the New Sovereigns. Okay. I like it. Yeah. All right. My number six comes from um, Roy Canaday. Oh, yes. So designed by Roy Canaday, art by Jose David Lanza Cibrian, Clark Miller, and Christian Strain, and published by Gray Fox Games. And that is Last Light. Mm-hmm. And that game looks awesome. It looks really good. I think the production looks awesome and amazing in this game as well. The The way that they've got the miniature planets, it's a space game. Mm-hmm. And it's like a fast-paced 4X space yep. game. 4X that can play it in an hour or and, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. And, is, and you've got a rotating board that represents like the solar system. So yeah, like everything's the, spinning. You've and... got the um, 3D planets, like miniatures that are on there and everything is moving and... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm very intrigued by this one for multiple reasons. But one is that um, on everything, like Roy, Roy Kennedy from the Dice Tower, mm-hmm. um, everything, like he loves space games. He does. Loves them. So having him design a space game mm-hmm. that also just looks really cool. Oh, yeah. So, and, you know that this is going to be good. And taking like a 4X type game and that you can play in an hour. Yeah. I think that I'm I'm very intrigued to see how it plays because it yeah. sounds it sounds very cool if this like it sounds is, amazingly yeah. good and the fact that he designed it and he's such a a crazy space genre yeah fan yeah this is like it's going to be ridiculously good yeah I agree so I'm yeah it looks very cool. I'm I'm excited for this one. So that's my number six. That is awesome. Last light. Okay, let's jump into the top five games on our most anticipated list of 2023. Right after this. Meeples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay and play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7pm. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. 
Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty, here we are for the top five games on our most anticipated games list of 2023. I'm going to kick this off with a slam dunk game. This one, you know, it's... I have (laughs) not been more sure about that a game is going to be really good more than this one, I think, on my list. And it's your number five. Yeah. Okay. Just because I I know it's going to be really good. Yeah. But will it be the best game of the year? I don't know. But it's like it's a for sure amazingly good game okay um and that comes from red raven games that's the new sleeping gods distant skies it's the new core campaign box not an expansion for the first one but a new yeah standalone sleeping gods game coming from you know red raven and the ryan locket team it's going to be awesome you just know that yeah. Is it going to be my favorite game of the year? You know, maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But I can guarantee you that this is going to be a very good game because the the original Sleeping Gods was a, a blast. Yes. Really fun. Loved it. One of the best games of that year. And this one, it, it I mean, it, it adds in uh, flight. So there's, there's yeah. planes and, and, and flying uh, monsters and whatnot. So, yeah, this one's a slam dunk. It's easily one of the best games of the year coming. Um, but... I didn't want to leave that for the end because it's kind of like, oh, obviously. Yeah. Right. So not a slight to it, but it's just, I think it's going to be an easy, great game. And I think everyone can agree on that. Um, If that's your type of game. Everyone that plays Sleeping Gods. You mean easy in, like easily on the list. Easily in the top 10 games. Not an easy game. Of the coming year. (laughs) For sure. No, not an easy game. The first (laughs) one was, we got our butts Just wanted to clarify that it's not going to be an easy game. No. Um, But certainly this is going to be in the top 10 games of the year for 2023. Agreed. I didn't want to leave it, you know, for the end. It'd be kind of boring to say that. I got you. I hear you. So there you go. Kicking off my top five is Sleeping Gods Distant Skies. Okay. Kicking off my top five is a game that I don't know. I mean, there might be one now, but I believe it's the most money I've ever spent in a Kickstarter. Oh, no. <laughs> I knew you'd talk about this somewhere on this list. And here it is. <sighs> I'm so, But that being said, I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be a very good game. And... I like the idea, the way that he was going with this, trying to make things mm-hmm. environmentally friendly, and and how can we try to? We're not we're not sure if that's true. We're not, not. true if that's if that actually happened because yeah. lots of changes have happened in the yeah. Kickstarter, but it's a it's an attempt, and right, this was the first go at it, so you learn from everything. So mm-hmm. this is Earthborn Rangers, um, designed by Andrew Fisher, Brooks Fluger Levitt. Andrew Navarro, Adam Sadler, and Brady Sadler. Art by Evan Simonette and published by Earthborn Games. Yes. And so <laughs> I think it's going to be a great game. This is a, uh, it's like an open world um, deck builder card. Yeah, it, I, th- I think that's the case. I don't even remember exactly what's going a on A customizable there. cooperative card game set in the wilderness of the far future and that's what it is. That's what I loved about this one too. The idea of it is that so often, I would say like almost always, when you're talking about games in the far future, or you've destroyed Earth, 
right? Earth has yes. been destroyed. And so now you're like living in space or it's post-apocalyptic and mm. you're, everyone's killing each other. <laughs> you know, it's just destruction and mayhem. But this one, um, you take on the role of a ranger, a protector of the mountain valley that you call home. So it's a vast wilderness that's, in, this is where interesting, it's been transformed by monuments, uh, monumental feats of science and technology devised to save the earth from destruction long ago. So you see, you see aspects of the science and technology that, um, that are in the wilderness right. and, and they were all used to help earth. And so now earth has kind of pushed past that point and it's flourishing. So it's very green. It's very nature focused. Like you've got a lot of that. So I thought that that was very cool to not have the mayhem and destruction, but to say, hey, we actually listened and we did save the planet um, right. with our with science and technology. Like everything worked together. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I know we have differing opinions on this one. I know it's not in your top five, um, no. but just purely because of the price, I think the game might be fine. But... Well, this is this is a top ten anticipated games, not mm-hmm. top ten price. Just to a value. Bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> but I'm very excited for it. I think it's going to be great. That's Earthborn Rangers. Um, and yeah, I, I'm, I think it's going to be fantastic. That's my number five. Cool. Well, here is uh, my number four comes from a designer that has been just slaying games left and right and this is the newest game coming from said designer <laughs> and uh the publisher is Brotherwise games this oh. is the newest game coming from john d Clare, and that is empire's end and this it has art by Quanche moria as well oh, um sweet. and it just looks great it's a civilization game um and I, I believe there's like bidding and, and auctioning in and this as well. I, I don't even know if I know about this game. Have you told me about this one? I don't know. Man, what is, where, <laughs> where, where have I it. been? I don't know. I've been living under a rock? Like what am I, what's going on <laughs> with me? I love John Declare, man. Mm-hmm. He has been hit after hit after hit for me. So I, absolutely. The fact that I haven't, shame on me. That's what I have to say. Shame on me. The second I heard about this, I was like, oh, yeah, this is this is going to be great. It's a civilization game where you're dealing with, like, disasters. And when all these disasters happen, um, you kind of uh, learn from it, I suppose. And, yeah, it involves auctioning and bidding. I'm not sure exactly how this okay. works. But coming from him, I'm, I'm all in on this one. I think it's going to be great. Um and it says it plays in 45 minutes to, to an hour. Cool. Uh, and it's two to four players, and I'm, yeah, it just looks awesome. Civ game. I'm just, I'm increasingly awed every time he comes out with a game, just how drastically different the themes are. Yeah, I know. And how good the games are. <laughs> so, it looks yeah, phenomenal. Very excited for that one. That's, and I just heard about it. Yeah. Kay. So that's, um, yeah, that would be my number four, the newest one from John D. Clare, Empire's End. Very cool. Well, I'm going to do my number four. And we have before us, I believe, the first crossover. Yeah, actually, we're getting to the I know. nitty gritty without any. I'm surpri- I was surprised it took 
yeah. this long. So, although our top threes might be like identical. <laughs> so my the first crossover is Lords of Ragnarok. Oh, right on! I loved Lords of Hellas. I love Lords of Hellas. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's fantastic, and I I love um, I love the theme, uh, and I I'm super excited because it, like you like you had said before, if it's just as good as Lords of Hellas, oh, it's yeah. going to be amazing, and I'm going to love it. Yeah, it's but if be it's great. even better than Lords of Hellas, because I also didn't find issues with that one, then um, fantastic. Bring it on. Yep. <laughs> Let me play. So my I'm super excited for that. So Lords of Ragnarok is my number four. Awesome. Yeah, that's going to be great. Oh, yeah. There's no way that game's not going to be amazing. Yeah. Can't wait for that to come. That was your number four? Yeah. Okay. So kicking off the top three. Oh, there's our dog. Um. <laughs> This is a game that's going to be the newest installment of a series of games that we've just really started getting into. And I'm talking about the newest Undaunted game. And this one's called Undaunted Battle of Britain, coming out from Osprey Games and the same designers, Trevor Benjamin, David Thompson. Um, We have all of them in case, actually, they're actually sitting right beside me on the table here. We've been playing a bunch of Undaunted Normandy, so we're super late. We've had these games for a while. Mind you, Undaunted Stalingrad just showed up. Yes. But we've had these games for a while, and we just haven't got to them, and I've known that I was going to love these games. Yeah. And that I wanted to play them, and it just didn't happen for whatever reason, so we just just made it happen, like, within the last two weeks. Started playing it. And I love it, as I thought I would. And I had pre-ordered everything for Undaunted forever, including this one, the Battle of Britain that's coming out apparently this year. And yeah, you you take to the skies in this one, right? So you're going to be in dogfights and stuff in in planes, and it's going to be great. I know for a fact this one's going to be great. (laughs) Yeah. um, Because this whole system, this whole Undaunted system is ridiculously good. So spoiler alert, I, this is, I kind of cheated in this too, because I, I won hundred percent knew this was going to be on your list yeah <laughs> so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna save it and i'm gonna put something else on there yeah so i didn't put it on my list but I, because because i knew you were having it on yours like i knew there was right. no chance it wasn't and it's in your top three so it is that's it's going to be great yes it's i really i agree i think it's going to be awesome and, and i want to have all the rest of these played by, by the, the time, time it comes this up. one shows agreed up. So, so i'm also very excited for for that one. Oh yeah Osprey games, just everything is great. Yeah. Um, and the system that uh, the designers here, uh, Trevor Benjamin and David Thompson, have come up with is just so, so good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first one in my top three, Undaunted, The Battle of Britain. All right. So my number three, I get irritated, but it's because we're in Canada and... It just happens. It says it's 2022. It's not. It's 2023. Has not come yet. Um, This is also, this isn't a trilogy of games, Hmm. but this is the first one in the trilogy. And that is uh, Senjutsu Battle for Japan. I think that's starting to ship now. (laughs) Yeah. I think uh, (sighs) the last update was saying something about it starting soon. I'm so excited. It does for look this great. game. So and this, this is yeah, the three games are totally different. The yeah. Senjutsu Battle of Japan is a skirmish game, I believe, kind of fighting each other, battle style. This is a yeah, correct? it's a it's a one to four 
player samurai dueling game yeah. with slick deck construction mechanics, mm-hmm. simultaneous reveal combat, and beautiful miniatures. So, yeah, you're controlling samurai, and it just, it looks super cool. It's So this is um, designed by Paul D. Allen and James Faulkner, mm-hmm. art by Imad Awan and Robin White, and published by Stone Sword Games. And right. what I we found really intriguing with this one, too, is that you've got the Battle for Japan, and then the next one that comes out is a totally different playing style. It's like a... Mechanics uh, are all different. One of them... So there was this one, the skirmish. There was one that was like a dungeon crawl, and there was one that was like a area control. Yeah, it's it's yeah. super cool. Like Three they, games. Three totally the, in the same genre. So it's all, they're all focused around Japan. And it's a trilogy from those designers, yes. from that publisher. So like storyline, yeah. but then having... Um, three totally different types yeah, of, awesome. of games. So yeah, I'm super excited. That's uh, that Sen- one just missed my list. Yeah. Yeah. The Senjutsu a battle for Japan. It's my number three. Right on. Okay. Top two. This was a tough one. Um, but here we go. Um, <laughs> this one is just from the second I heard and saw it, I was just, in love with it, wanted to have it immediately from the story, from the theme, everything I was looking at, I wanted this game. And it's supposed to be coming out this year. I think it was in my anticipated list from last year. Yep. And it didn't come. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, this one shows up. This one comes from 3WS Games. That's the stuff of legend. Oh my gosh, that game looks so yes, good. It's based off comic books or um, graphic novels Yes. of uh, the same name where... Uh, thematically there's this little boy and world war ii right yeah during world war ii yeah. and he's in the kind of in the ghetto um uh trying to hide from the reality of of war around yeah. him and depression and and all these things and he's in england right yeah in yeah. britain yeah. i believe yeah. and uh still it's wartime everything's yeah. awful and this kid just tries to like um separate himself from reality is what I'm kind of gathering and uh, he's got this collection of toys that he plays with and there's a whole like there's a teddy bear and a jack in the box and a toy soldier and and so forth and um, the the theme of it is that the kid actually gets kidnapped by the boogeyman yeah and the toys come to life and they are willing to risk life and limb to go into the closet oh my goodness I'm getting chills I'm so just think like Oh, I can't yeah, wait. It's yeah. going to be amazing. Be and when so the toys good. go into the closet, they they change from their... So like this teddy bear becomes this like gigantic Goliath bear. Yeah, this menacing grizzly yeah. bear. And the soldier looks like a soldier. And the jack-in-the-box looks like this terrifying clown... Demon duck-like. Demon <laughs> thing. And like, yeah, it's these... And they're going into the closet to save the kid. Yeah. And the, however, you know, or yeah. don't come back at all sort of thing. And yeah. I was like, oh, this game sounds awesome yeah it really captured uh yeah the second i heard about it it's like this is this is going to be great and everything i've seen of it all the production looks really good the artwork obviously amazing so yeah i we've talked about this several times on the podcast and i just want this game to come now i want to play this game heaven help us if they push it to 2024 oh i know it won't happen and i did uh i did the the tier where we got some of the comics uh, to come with it. Cool. Um, and I'm going to try and get my hands on whatever comics are out there for it. Mm-hmm. But I think we got the first two issues coming with this. So, 
yeah, I am super stoked. That's my number two, and it was beaten out just by a hair. Yeah. Um, for my number one. Nice. Can't wait to hear what your number one is. All it was right. like a coin flip. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, stuff a legend number two. Excellent pick. Thank you. Um, my number two is our second crossover. Oh. Comes to us from Marcel Kohler. Art by Irene Cano and James Churchill and published by Liberation Game Design. Mm. And that is Orin, um, Dutch Resistance, Orange Shall Overcome. Right on. I am so excited and yep. I cannot wait for this game to get here. I I fell in love with this is like the second we looked at it. And yep. that was an awesome one because we were getting ready to do, to do a podcast and we were just looking at crowdfunding kind of seeing what we want to talk about and we were bo- we were both just blown away it's funny by this one that game the the episode that we talked about that on the crowdfunding segment was our anticipated list of 2022 oh really yeah. oh that's cool because yeah. yeah this this game i just i loved that it was about his grandma and i loved that mm-hmm. he wanted to keep you know that alive and he wanted to do it in a different way not just in like a museum and yeah i and i think it's just neat having again the uh the resistance their side of because we all know like well we i say we all know um i say this like everybody does but like canada's part in you know liberating liberating holland Holland, Mm -hmm. we never hear about the the dutch people that helped as well right yeah. like so i'm very fascinated in um in this and i'm very excited for this uh, for this game it looks really good so my number two dutch resistance orange shall overcome okay good pick thank you so my number one I'm is excited what's your number one? is also a crossover oh. can you guess what it is okay it's also a crossover um Oh. No, because I would have put I I would have yeah, I would have put Stuff of Legend as your number 1. Um Beast? I don't think it would be Beast. It's definitely not I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's from Mr. Canada. Hey, Last Light. light. Good. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, this game to me is going to be an absolute slam dunk yeah because of just watching him over the years i know how passionate he is about board gaming first off um and how much he absolutely loves this genre yes of space and that i know he's been sitting at home trying to come up with a badass <laughs> blow space you themed game i was gonna say blow you out of the water but i should say blow you out of space yeah. <laughs> or into space <laughs> space themed game that isn't gargantuan that takes place or takes a roughly an hour, maybe a yeah, bit more accessible, super accessible. Yeah. Um, that doesn't take three, four five hours, like a big game of eclipse or whatever. Right. And this is what he's, he, I know he's been working so hard on this yeah. game and I just anticipate it being like an absolute amazing home run, amazing home run of a game. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, there's not much more I can say. I, I can look at the production. It looks amazing. Um, Gray Fox Games, awesome production. Um, artwork looks amazing. I just know he's put his whole um, like soul into this game. I yeah. can tell. Oh yeah. Um, so I I've interacted with him a little bit on Twitter. 
about certain things I was excited about and he would always comment on it and say, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. So I just know he's just like, he's put it all into this. Absolutely. This is, for that reason, it's become my number one most anticipated game of 2023. That's an excellent pick. I think I, it was on my list. I think that game is going to be amazing. Yep. I'm very looking, very much looking forward to yep. it. I'm very excited. I, I think this is going to be a blast. Great pick. Thank you. All right. Well, my well, number, last one? My number one is our fourth and final crossover. So it was four. Okay. Four. What was the first three? So Dutch Resistance, Last Light. Lords of Ragnarok. Lords of Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, and this one is the Stuff of Legend. Okay, oh my gosh. Yeah, Stuff of Legend. I, I can't even. Yeah. I can't even I with this game. It, like, instantly, I was like, that artwork is cool. That idea is cool this the thought behind it just like how it's not the kid going to save his toy no it's these toys going to save this kid and how they transform from this cute little stuffed toy to or you know just the bear right and i know and how they become these vicious monsters just like not monsters but they turn into beasts trying to save this um their their friend right who cares for them and loves them and and plays with them yeah and it's like it's like Woody and Andy, right? It's exactly that. But but yeah. in um like reverse and it's just I don't know, in and to a the nth degree. Like yeah. it's taken even farther. It, like the way they talk about it is like these toys know that they could die. They could die on in this there. Ex- yeah. on this excursion to save the kid and that I just think it it just sounds amazing. And that like the boogeyman took him and everyone knows the boogeyman. Yeah. But this is it's it's not about the boogeyman. It's about the like the toys going to save their friend. And I'm yep. just, I I love, I, I love everything about it. I love the art, the idea, everything. I want this game, and I want it now, and I want yep. to play it. And I, I know it's going to be a hit. And it I'm is. so excited. I'm I'm absolutely positive that game's going to be awesome. Oh, and, and I yeah these yeah. I didn't say it. I'll just read out here. It's so this one um, designed by Kevin Wilson, art by Charles Paul Wilson the third, and published by Three WS Games. Yeah, it's oh this this year. If all these games come out this year, this twenty twenty three could be a hugely like great gaming year. This game has to come out this year. Like, I'm sure <laughs> it just has to. I I'm anticipating this one. So I've seen much. quite a few updates. Like it's it's definitely happening. Like it's definitely the ball is rolling for sure. Yeah. Oh. Um I, I don't remember what the last one said, but maybe like the summer or something. Yeah. But yeah, my goodness, this could be if all these games come out, we only had four crossovers. Yeah, so, so we thought five. You thought four or five. I yeah. was thinking four or five, but um so yeah. If all these games come out, this could be a huge, huge And there are game still here. a ton of games that didn't go on this list oh, that yeah. are I'm super excited for. Well, I've got a short list right here. I could I could throw off a few here for you if you want. Yeah, go for it. Um, well, Frosthaven, obviously. Yeah, I didn't. Anticipated. I didn't put that one on because everybody knows. Yeah, that everyone that knows Frosthaven is just a bigger, better Gloomhaven. Yeah. Okay, so but uh, yeah. I also had <laughs> um, the Unconscious Mind. Uh, looks really really interesting. I don't um, know if I've heard of that one. What what the heck? <laughs> I don't know where you've been. I don't know where um, I've been either. What I, f- I feel really dense right now. I also now. had the, the Queen's Dilemma, which is the yep. successor to the King's Dilemma, which, you which got is to play. absolute blast. And we're going to do it so which that with I Queen's Dilemma. Which I didn't get to play, which I'm not going to get to play again. No, we are. 
So mm. we're going to be doing it the same way where we we're going to stay at each other's houses because that was what, a game we played during COVID. Yeah. And we're going to use our green screens and do the whole thing again. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, also, After Us, it's about um, uh, kind of the world. It's kind of like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Um, looks really cool. This one called Age of Comics, um, where it's kind of a, a comic printing press kind of thing going on. Looks really good. Yeah. Seas of Havoc. It's a, yeah. a pirate game. Um, and that's about it I have on this piece of paper beside me. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of good things that I didn't have on my list. And then Sinjutsu, like you said. Yeah. That looks really good as well. And yeah. everything else you said. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're going to be so good. I'm excited for games. <laughs> yeah, this could be a huge year. I yes. mean, 2022 was pretty good, but I think this list looks better, in my opinion. If all these come out and these games are all as good as I think they're going to be, well, 2023 could be huge. I just, I think that these uh, these games are one, especially like these kind of like the stuff of Legend, Dutch Resistance, Sinjutsu, all of those are unique Mm-hmm. And just, um, and then they grabbed me so yep. right away, just like from, it, it's hard when you have those Kickstarters that you just, I want to say like kind of connect with that. You're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. because then you want them right away and you have to wait, you have to wait two <laughs> which years. is, which is good and not good at the same time. It is what it is. It builds up the anticipation. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm obviously chomping at the bit to play these games. So, yeah. um, yeah. So I'm very excited. So this is Agreed. a good, this is a good list. It is. And look at that. We're at 57 minutes. So this is nice. perfect. Um, so with that being said, I think we're going to call this an episode. Boop, boop. Um, so uh, you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, our YouTube, the Meeple Dungeon. And we just recorded, just before we uh, recorded this episode, we recorded a new unboxing video of a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff we got from the latest uh, board game tables, uh, dot com kickstarter thing yeah like a whole bunch of small box games that we got i believe we said we were going to do it immediately after our last one so it's there now <laughs> it's but... there it's going to be up uh right in around when this if this popped up on your feed chances are that youtube video is going to sit in there as well so yeah. you can check that out and yeah i think that's it awesome so we're gonna run and we will see you next week cheers have a great week everyone bye-bye